Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Oh, welcome, everybody. I'm just thrilled to have. Gary Douglas here with me today, and we are going to be talking about changing your body with ease. So Gary Douglas is the founder of Access Consciousness, what has now grown to 49 countries with over 2,000 facilitators worldwide. Access Consciousness started 25 years ago, and Gary has developed techniques using a simple set of tools that allows people to create dynamic changes in every area of their life using questioning and body awareness. The tools are used globally to transform lives and private practices, and as well in conjunction with addiction recovery, weight loss, business and money, animal health, and in many holistic health modalities such as acupuncture and chiropractic care. Prior to creating Access Consciousness, Gary was a successful realtor in Santa Barbara, California, and also completed a psychology degree. Although he attained material wealth and was regarded as successful, his life began to lack meaning, and so he began to search to find a new way forward, one that would create change in the world and in people's lives. So thank you so much for joining us today, Gary. Thanks for having me. Hey. So, yeah, I've been studying, I guess we could say, access for about uh, almost three years. And it just continues to amaze me when we use the tools, the change that it can create in, in our lives. And so today with the topic being about body, you know, and, and I've heard so many stories and seen so many results with, with people using the tools and it changing. Gary, what is it about the tools that that assist people to create the, the phenomenal change? Well, the tools are designed to, to actually ask a question that makes us aware of the stuck energies we have around any subject. And what I've noticed is over the years is there are a whole lot of people who have the idea that they are basically wrong. And how wrong are they? Extremely wrong. And what's, you know, their primary motivation? Wrongness. And what are they trying to avoid? Being wrong. And it's like, you know what? It's like, what if none of that was actually true? And it actually isn't. And that's the thing that all the tools are designed to help you recognize what is actually true for you 
empower you to recognize what's true for you and be able to change whatever's going on. Wow. So it's not actually the tools that change it. It's that as we get empowered, then we actually make that change. Is that right? Well, I mean, we're the creators of everything in our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all our own creation. So it's like, why did we create it? That's not a good question because that never gets us anywhere. That we created, we got to know. So I would choose this for what reason is a better question. And the whole idea of access is the question. If you go to the question, it opens the doors to the universe to show you the answer. And it's like several times I've been trying to find an answer to something, and I'm going, okay, so I need to have some other information here. And one of the things I was looking at is how our electrical systems work in our body. And I was going, something's not right. I've got, you know, short circuits, cross circuits, all these kind of circuitry things that are going on with our bodies. It's like something else, something else is there that I'm not getting. And I kept going, what is this? And then I went to a restaurant and I'm sitting down and there's a, you know, whole table of guys with their butt cracks showing. They were electricians. And. You know, and I heard them talking, and they said, ah, oh, yeah, well, when you have an open circuit, it just, you know, just tacks just like a, a, a cross circuit. And I went, what? And it's like, I overheard this, and I went, now we're talking. Okay, this is, this is a whole different universe. So I started asking about the open circuitry in people's bodies that didn't allow them to change it, and suddenly they were able to get changes that they weren't able to get before. Wow. Wow. So you you basically just ask a question of, like, is it of you, Gary? Is it of the universe? The and universe. you just ask it? The universe. The universe. Yeah. Show, universe show, show me what it is that I don't know or what I don't get. Yeah. And then you just wait for that sort of thing, whether you overhear a conversation or you read it in a paper or something. Is it just that, like that? It's just like that. You know, it's like, I mean, the number of times I've asked something and then, you know, heard, overheard a conversation between two little old ladies sitting at the bus stop, exactly the answer I need, or a little kid asking his daddy a question exactly the way I need to ask it. And I went, oh, that, that's what I need. And it's like I've begun to recognize the gift that each person is because they all have a different way of looking at things, and their difference is what creates place and the space for us to have more choice. And that's the whole idea of access. How do we get to have more choice in our life? Wow, and and you talked about our, I don't know if it, if we're born with it or we just choose it or whatever, being so wrong and feeling like we're so wrong. What what would be a tool or two that you could share with the listeners that they could get themselves out of that wrongness? Uh, it's like the one tool is, what's right about me, I'm not getting. <sighs> or what's right about the situation, I'm not getting. You know, it's like one point I was, I was trying to do a rent-controlled apartment in New York City. And I was going to go see this apartment, and I kept, I kept not finding the building. It was almost like the building would disappear every time I walked past it, and I could see the numbers, and, but it's like the building wasn't there. And finally I made it to the apartment, and I rented it, and it didn't turn out well. Well, instead of asking the question, like, what's right about this I'm not getting when I bypassed the thing? I went, I just hate the fact that I can never find what I'm looking for. Let's see. What question is, <laughs> I hate the fact that I can't find anything I'm looking for? Yeah, it's not. No. A conclusion. 
It's like when you start to function from a conclusion, all you're going to create is more conclusions. So I started looking at, i got to create a different reality here. And it's like, the, you know, it's like had I not gone against myself and had I asked the question, okay, what's right about this I'm not getting, I might have had the awareness that that wasn't going to be a good choice. But I'd already made up my dis- my dis- I'd already made up my mind, and my decision was I'd get a rent control apartment, and that would be what would be best. Well, it didn't turn out that way, but hey, no problem. <laughs> oh, and you also talked about you know asking the question, I would choose this for what reason? So if we've got we're creating something in our body that that doesn't work for us, but we're creating it, rather than trying to figure out why we ask the question, I would choose this for what reason? Now, do we look to find an answer, Gary, or how, how, do, we, how do we use that question? Well, we've all been taught to, you know, come to answer and conclusion. Answer and conclusion is what we've been taught nonstop, that this is the way we're supposed to be, that that's the way it's supposed to happen, and that's the way, you know, like you ask a question, you get an answer. Well, it's like uh, if you don't go for an answer, what are the choices are there? Awareness. And it's like you go for the awareness. It's like recently I was, I had this, these itchy, scritchy speed things on my body. You know, it's like I had this strange sore that was on my, on each of my legs and I had these, these welts on my arm. So I was trying to get into a dermatologist because I just moved to Texas and it's like I couldn't get in for love nor money. It was all, it's a month. We had a month going out. It's like it's going to be a month before you can get in. And I'm going, a month? Are you kidding? And then, of course, I was also gone. And in that month, how the hell am I going to have, you know, have awareness of what is possible? And I looked at it and I went, okay, so what are we going to do here? And so I, yeah, I had a, friend whose next-door neighbor was a dermatologist, so she took me over to meet them and have a drink, and I said, what is this stuff on my arm? And she said, oh, that's eczema. I said, well, what causes that? And she goes, tension, stress. I went, well, I don't have any stress in my life. And then I, you know, it's like, so I came home and I started running a process for myself. What creation am I using to invoke the stress I am choosing? And about Five nights later, I woke up realizing that I'd been up, uh, under stress about the financial situation because of the bookkeeper I had and the way she was handling things that was not making my business work with ease. And I'd been stressed about it and trying to figure out a way to change it and trying to change it and instituting new policies and putting in new, you know, new things to handle it, and it still didn't get handled. And finally, when I looked at that, I went, oh, I have been under stress. For about two years. I went, oh, my God, she's right. It is caused by stress. Acknowledging that, it started to clear up. Wow. That wow. clear up, and I'm going, oh, my God. And I hadn't even gotten any of the good medicine that she'd prescribed <laughs> for me. Oh, wow. Now, I want to go back to that clearing because I, I have been using that one on so many different things. And it's you can kind of fill in the blank if, if I understand correctly. Let me know. So, you know, what creation am I using to invoke the blank I am choosing? Is that right? Yeah. So it's like basically it's like you can use invoke and I also do perpetrate. 
because it's like, you know, we're the one who puts this stuff on us, so we're the perpetrators of what doesn't work in our life. So with anything, like, so what creation am I using? Because we're the creators of everything, and it's like it's our, it's unfortunately our rank desire for total stupidity that puts us in this place where we invoke and perpetrate these things on ourselves. So it's like, let's say it's money. So what creation am I using to invoke and perpetrate the lack of money I am choosing? So it's like we don't want to believe we choose the lack of money, but somehow we do. And we don't know how we do these things, but I can guarantee you, we do it. We're responsible for everything that shows up in our life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. we got to be more willing to be aware than conclude. And what we tend to do is try and conclude. You never had to conclude. What could you choose? <laughs> wow. Wow. And in my experience, I found that the more that I've really saw or, you know, really embraced that, if, if that's the word for it, in terms of me being the creator, then I can change those things. Whereas before, if I felt like I was a victim or said I was a victim, it was, it was like a, a really stuck energy. There was no change that was possible. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think that, you know, that it happens to you, it's like, uh, can you actually control anything? No. No. Can you change anything? No. No. you have a different choice? No. Because you've decided already that you haven't the power to do it. But the thing about realizing you create everything in your life, you're good and bad and you're ugly, it's like literally what you have to realize is, okay, I'm the creator of this, and nobody else is doing this to me but me. And the reality is there's only one person in the entire world who's stronger than you, and that would be you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 Okay. So I just want to go back to that clearing again because I actually haven't heard you use perpetrate in it. So um, would you always use invoke and perpetrate, or or would it sometimes just be – where you would just use one or the other? You just kind of have to follow the energy of it because, like, literally, it's you can almost feel the blank when you need to put in the perpetrate. Okay. You know? And it's like, but you're invoking it. And you, you invoke. To invoke is to invite and to pray for it to happen. And when you say, I can't, you're actually invoking that as a reality. I can't do this. I can't be this. I can't create this. I can't change this. All the places where we say can't are all the places we invoke that as though it is more real than us, stronger than us, and more, you know, acceptable than us even. So you got to get to this place where you're willing to see, I'm the creator of this. What the heck am I doing here, and why would I choose that? You know, and it's like we have a book called The Ten Keys to Total Freedom that uh, can be a huge help because they're basically 10 things that if you study those and learn about them and figure out how to use them, that you'll change whatever's going on in your life because you'll look at it and go, like for one of them is, would an infinite being truly choose this? Okay, so would an infinite being truly choose this? Or are you making yourself less than in order to prove you're not an infinite being? And what we've got to go to break here in about two minutes, Gary. But what what is the value of proving we're not an infinite being? What is that? 
Well, then you can justify why you're messed up and why you can't do anything and why and why and why and why. It explains uh-huh. all the why of your life. It's like if you're an infinite being, then you have to recognize, okay, I created this and I would do this for what reason? Right. You know, it's like you have to get that you're the creator, you're the responsible party, you're the one that makes it happen, you're the one that can change it. Then you suddenly get to the point where you realize, wait, I'm way more powerful than I want to be. (laughs) The most interesting part is to realize how few people actually desire to be powerful, even in their own lives. Wow. Wow. Okay, we're going to go to break here. I just... realized I didn't, when I taught, you said your bio, I didn't give your the webpage. So it's www.accessconsciousness.com. And you have your own also, which is www.garyisitmdouglas.com? Yeah, yes. Okay. So you guys go and check out those webpages. There's tons of classes all around the world. Gary offers many different teleclasses if you're not able to, to get there in person. There's facilitators around the world classes. I mean, it's just, it's so phenomenal how, from my point of view, access is getting everywhere. So we'll come back from a break in just a couple of minutes. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014. And if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at w www.glenyce.net Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www dot g-l-e-n-y-c-e dot net change your world change your life voiceamericaempowerment.com you're listening to living in the magic of possibilities with your host glenice hughes 
To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Well, welcome back, everybody. So change your body with ease. So, Gary, I have to ask you, because this is something that I have, I'm going to say, dealt with, but not well since, oh, gosh, forever, uh, is weight. What, what does it take to change your body weight? Well, one of the things that you got to do is ask your body, body, what do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? Because what we tend to do is we go, I'm hungry. Okay, so do you eat or does your body eat? My body eats. Yeah. So is your body really hungry or have you decided you're hungry so therefore you make your body eat? Yeah, I, 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 I feel that space, Gary. Yeah. So what are you creating with that point of view? What's that going to do for somebody? What's that going to create for somebody? And how is that going to work in the long run? You know, you got to be willing to see what's going to work, and you got to be willing to be what's going to work, and you got to look at it and go, okay. You know, it's like you got to recognize that you have something that other people don't have. What would life be like if you were willing to be everything you are? One of the things I keep looking at is like, you know, it's like for me, it's like I started asking my body, okay, body, what do you want to look like? Now, I always wanted to look like He-Man, Master of the Universe. <laughs> wanted to be a big, thick, muscly kind of guy. Well, yeah. I'd, go to the gym, I'd go to the gym and work out, and then the muscle would go away. And I'd go, okay, is this, you know, it's like, so finally I asked my body, body, what do you want to look like? And so I watched. TV for a couple of months, and suddenly the swimmer body came on, and I went, you want to look like that? I went, okay, uh, and exactly how we're going to do that, you're, you know, we're old enough, you know, that we should, you know, it's like I'm, I was old enough that, you know, it's like after 60, you're not supposed to be able to change your body shape. You're supposed to get thick in the middle and become, you know, like a, 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 a middleweight kind of person. <laughs> where everything is in the middle. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to lose a whole lot of your, you know, your muscle, and you're supposed to lose, you know, the slimness and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going, okay, this is what it looks like. And I went, okay, fine. So, what, you know, it's like, what does that look like? And I'm calling him, and I'm asking, what does this look like? What's necessary here? That kind of stuff. And so a couple of days of this, this person, I go, there's no way we'll get hips that skinny. And a couple of days later, um, you know, Dane says, hey, let's go to the beach and play Frisbee. And I went, okay, fine. So we go to the beach, and we're playing Frisbee in this deep sand. And it's like, all of a sudden, my hips go crack, 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 and my waist is two inches smaller. And my hips are smaller. <laughs> I go, how the hell did that happen? I was wearing I was wearing a size thirty eight pant at that point, and the next day, all my pants were too big, and I went in and I bought thirty sixes and thirty five, <laughs> and I went, how the hell is that possible? It's not supposed to be possible. But if your body wants to look like something, 
that it'll show you how to get there. And that's the thing you got to do is you got to be willing to let your body show you how to get there. And that's what most of us don't do. We don't listen to our bodies. So you got to ask your body, body, what do you want to look like? What do you want to, you know, what do you want to feel like? What do you, you know, what is it? And one of the things I used to have people do is like, okay, so look around the room and ask your body which bodies, which person's body they'd like to, you know, they'd like to look like. And these people go, I want to look like that person over there. I said, good. So ask them if you can massage them. I could never do that. Why not? Well, it's like, I don't know how to massage. I said, I didn't ask you to go do a good massage. I asked you to ask if you can massage them so you can feel what their body feels like. I said, okay, now take and touch that person and touch that person's body and keep touching it and keep asking your body to pick up that vibration. Duplicate that vibration. Okay, body now entrained to that vibration, please, so that we can become like that. And it worked for a lot of people. But the other thing is that I keep asking people that, you know, ask questions of your body. So it's like I had a lady who was doing in an office and she was, you know, she, I said, ask, am I hungry? Don't assume you're hungry. Oh, donut call time came around and she went, Okay, body, are you hungry? No. Body, you want something to eat? Nope. You want something to drink? Nope. Really? You don't want anything to eat and you don't want anything to drink. What else? You know, so what do you want? And she, she finally got her body just wanted to go outside and smell the fresh air. So she went outside and smelled the fresh air. And the funniest part of it was that she lost 20 pounds in one month. <sighs> And it was because she was eating donuts for other people's bodies. <laughs> her body would tell her when everybody else was hungry. But it was never her body's hunger. So you got to get clear about what your body's trying to tell you. And it takes a little while to do it. It's not instantaneous, so don't give up just because you don't get it in the beginning. But always ask your body, body, do you want to eat, not what you want to eat. Because if you say, what do you want to, be, to eat, what you've already done is bypass your body's point of view and decided it's going to eat. Right. Right. So and it's like so- I, I always ask my body, do you want to eat? Nope. Do you want to drink? Nope. Do you want some water? Nope. <laughs> want some soda water? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> But I keep asking questions until I find out what it is it wants, if it wants anything. And the number of times that my body doesn't really care is quite amazing to me. Because I was, you know, I was brought up on the clean plate club and three square meals a day. Yeah. You know, it's like, and that's what you were supposed to do, and that's the way it was, and, you know, you had no other choice, and all that kind of stuff. And when I finally realized I had choice, I went, oh, well, that makes more sense. And one of the reasons I know that your body doesn't really need to eat is because when you have, you know, it's like, have you ever been doing something where you were, like, having such a good time you forgot to eat? Yes. So your body doesn't really need to eat. You force it. We decide the time and the kind and all that kind of stuff. And you don't need to do that. The other so thing what? is when you, Yeah. I'm just going to say, what can you do in the moment? Like, you know, because I, I, 
I ask the questions and, and lots of times I, I will listen now. Like you say, it's not a, not an overnight process or certainly hasn't been for me. Um, and, and what about when you, when you do have a point of view? What is that? Is that the same as kind of valuing not being an infinite being? Is that? Yep. And not having an infinite body. So you want to ask, you know, what creation am I using to invoke and perpetrate eating on my body and my choosing? And wow. you might also want to rerun what, what creation am I using to invoke and perpetrate the necessity of food I am choosing. Oh. Is it really a necessity or is it something we bought into? Gosh, we've bought into it and it so, feels so good when you're that space. Yeah. You know, it's like the thing is, it's like the one thing I noticed is when I would like forget to eat, I was having such a good time doing what I was doing, I would forget to eat. I'd just, you know, it's like I'd go, oh, do I really need to eat? Oh, okay, keep going. And I could work for, you know, 15, 20 hours without eating. You know, it's like, oh, I'm making my body eat by saying I need to eat. And the funny part about it is every time I said, oh, my God, I haven't eaten it's like suddenly I'd be terribly hungry and starving to death, where five minutes before, I didn't have any hunger. I was totally fine. And I had total energy. So what can you be or do different? But if you would be or do it, it change all realities and manifest as a uh, less weighty body that you're choosing. Everything that is times the God's doing, we just try to create it all. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boy, and beyond. There you go. How fun is that? Oh, that's that's phenomenal. And it it sounded to me like when you were talking about when you were asking your body what it what it wished to look like and all that, you didn't have a point of view. And I I think that that's that's something again that I still look at. I've it's like I've got a point of view. It's like you know the the Barbie doll look or the you know size three is is the right size to be or whatever it may be. Whereas if my body and I mean my body has shown me it kind of like somewhere between twelve size twelve and and thirteen is what it looks you know it seems to be taking me towards. Yet it's still this like well that's still not small enough that's still fat or whatever judgment that that I've got. <laughs> Is even is that judgment yours or is it somebody else's? Hmm, not somebody else's. Yeah, isn't it interesting? <laughs> and we will somebody else's judgment as ours and make our life about their judgment more than we will even our choice. Wow. Yeah. Which t- which brings up the the tool of who does that belong to? I would love if you would just speak to that, you know, especially in regards to bodies and and such. How we would use that tool, Gary? Yeah. So it's like the thing is, it's like what would it be like if you were willing to recognize what was actually true for you? Hmm. You yeah. knew what was true for you. What would you choose? Everything that is times a God zillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. If you knew what was true for you, what would your body look like? Everything that is times a God zillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So 
do not to know what's best for your body when you just try to create all that. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. Nice. <laughs> That's created a bit of space, Gary. <laughs> wow. Wow. One of the, the statements that I, I've heard you say, and I've, I've actually used a lot, and I, I would love to share it with the listeners, and if you could explain the, the, the energy behind it is the, for people that would like to change their body weight, is, is saying 10 times a day, I don't want to be skinny anymore. Yeah, well, with people who are, you know, it's like if you're too skinny, you want to say, I don't want to be fat anymore. And if you're too, you know, if you're overweight from your point of view, I don't want to be skinny anymore. Say, I don't want, which means I don't lack of being skinny. And it's like, and literally your body will be, oh, you want to be skinny. Okay, good. We'll get skinny. And it's like, I don't lack of being skinny. Because the word want means to lack. So it's like if you say, I don't want, you're saying, I don't lack. So it's like, you know, it's like you have somebody who desires more money. As they say, I want more money, you're going to say, I lack of more money. And guess what? They're going to lack money. Not to get more, they're going to lack more. So you got to be in this place where you're, where you're looking from a different place and creating something that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the communion with with your body. Now, um, <clears throat> you know, you ask it questions. Now, can people like if if they're maybe new to access or, or new to this idea, is is muscle testing a, a good place to start if they're familiar with that? Or if you're good at it, yeah. Unfortunately, I was terrible at it. I couldn't <laughs> muscle test to save my soul, but I did come up with a solution to my lack of ability to muscle test. And that is, I put my feet together, my toes and my, you know, my toes and my heels together. And uh, I put those together, and I put the thing, you know, whatever I think it is I'm supposed to ingest or eat in front of my solar plexus. I say, body, do you, would you like to have it? And the body will go backwards. If it doesn't want it, it'll go, uh, if it goes side to side, that means it's the wrong question. So I do that with medicines and stuff, too, because when I get a medicine, I go, okay, body, do you wish to ingest this? And a lot of times it'll go, no. I said, you know, or, it'll, you know, it's like, okay, so do you want to have this later? And it says no again. I go, okay, so do you need to ingest this? And then it'll go, no, a third time. I go, okay, so if you don't need to ingest it and you don't want it now, do you need this at all? And then if it goes yes, then I go, okay, so... You want, you know, do you want me to carry it in, in my pocket? And then most of the time it'll go, yes. And I go, okay. So I carry the thing in my pocket, and suddenly I get the benefits of the medicine without having taken it. I go, how the heck is that possible? Well, every medicine, everything that we eat is actually created from energy. It's like, so it's like if you grow something, it's like it grows because of the energies that are connected to it. The end result is a different possibility shows up where you actually receive the energy of the moment and the thing that you're looking at. I know at one point I, I was feeling like I was really in need of some cheer. So I went to the bakery and I walked in and they had a huge friggin' line and I went, oh no, it's going to take hours. 
So I just started breathing, and all of a sudden, I felt better. I went, oh, what just happened? And I realized, I turned around, and I walked out, and I felt like I'd eaten a whole ton of sugar. The blood sugar level came back up. Well, what I'd done was by breathing, I had absorbed enough of the sugar in the air into my body that it was no longer a problem. I thought, this is cool. <laughs> so I asked my body, hey, can you absorb this? And instead of me having to eat it, it went, yes. So I started absorbing it rather than eating it. Wow. Wow. We're going to head to a break here right away, but I... I have a couple questions about that, and then I want to talk a little bit more about self-judgment. So uh, we will be right back to, to talk more with Gary Douglas. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014, and if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Right, so welcome back. So that just, you know, I, I've, I've played with that kind of 
the asking the question of do you require to ingest this body? Do you require to absorb this? And have heard, I, I think it was you, maybe it was Dane, talking about how walking even through health food stores, getting what you required from whatever was on the shelf and your, your body required. And is that something anybody can do, Gary? Is it something that you need to use these tools a lot for first? I don't have a good answer for you. My basic answer would be, yeah, nobody can do it but me. <laughs> but that would have made you feel heavy, so you would have known I was lying. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, it's like, I, you know, it's like I didn't know that my body could do it until I, you know, felt like I needed some vitamins. And I said, body, do you need vitamins? And I said, yes. So I went to the vitamin store health food store, and I'm sitting there in front of the vitamins, and I'm picking up one bottle after the other, asking, do you want this one? And it would say, no. And do you want this one? No. Do you want this one? No. Do you want this? It's like, finally, at the end of, you know, like 20 minutes of checking every single solitary bottle of vitamins that was on the shelf, I decided, okay, well, this isn't working. And so I walked outside, and I felt really good and kind of dizzy and I'm going, what? what? What's this? I went, oh. And I said, body, did you absorb the vitamins from those bottles without me even opening them? They went, yeah. And it's like, and that's the first time I got the awareness that my body could do it. I didn't know that was possible. Wow. You know, it's like I had the point of view, if you wanted to get something, you had to eat it. Yeah. different reality for me. So now I've discovered that it's not necessary. Wow. And I, I also love uh, the idea of when you're in communion with your body and really being present with the food that you're eating, your body will take what it requires or what, what it needs. And then once it's done, like it often changes to the taste of cardboard. Is that is that your body's way of saying, you know, Stop it, stupid, or? <laughs> well, of course. Your body's always trying to say, stop it, stupid, and we don't listen. <laughs> if our bodies had our ways, we'd be, like, way better off. We'd know a lot more. We'd have a lot more in our whole lives in every aspect. But we keep trying to pretend that we can't. Yeah, and you know, it's really the first, access is really the first modality that I've ever studied, and I've studied tons that involved the body. You know, the body was part of it instead of trying to pretend it wasn't there or trying to force it and control it into whatever. Like, it just, it's such a different way of looking at it. Yeah, well, that's the one thing that, you know, it's like I've been involved with several modalities. You know, it's like I've done just about every church, cult, or religion you can possibly imagine. But I, you know, it's like I had done all these different modalities with the idea that eventually I would know exactly what to do. And, you know, so I, you know, it's like you gotta, you know, you gotta do this for your body. And I started out with access trying to actually do access from the point of view that the purpose was to heal the person's body so that they could choose more consciousness. And the funny part about it is I went through that and I did all that stuff and trying to create that place where they were going to do it uh, based on, you know, based on healing their bodies to get them to choose a greater life, and it didn't work. Then once I started getting them to choose more consciousness, their body got better. So it, 
How the heck does that work? That's when I began to realize, wait a minute, we have to be the source of creation. So it's like if we're doing something that's unconscious or anti-conscious, can we change that? Then the end result is we have our bodies heal because of our choice for consciousness. And that was a startling revelation for me personally. Wow, yeah. Is that why I've I've heard different facilitators say, you know, when you're just kind of starting out maybe asking your body questions and being in communion with it, kind of sometimes even just asking the question is enough? Is is that the energy behind it in terms of it's it's you're opening the door to the consciousness? Yeah. Because the thing is your body is willing to be more conscious than you are. Ever notice that when you go into a room and somebody's upset, you're instantly aware of it? Yeah. But that's your body giving you information. And the thing that people don't get is our bodies are sensory organs that are designed to give us information. And it's like if you look at it from the point of view that if you looked at it from the point of view that your body is sort of like your cat's whiskers, and El Cac knows what can get through because it can, kind of quote, feel with its whiskers how much space is there. What if you didn't do it that way? What if it was a possible a possibility of doing something based on, wow, hey, body, what do you know I don't know? And this is the thing I ask people to ask all the time. Body, what do you know that I don't know? It would give us uh, a different shape or a different size or a different possibility or something else. Wow. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, I, I mean, it, it actually a little bit shocked me when you said, you know, our body is more conscious than us. I mean, I feel the truth in that, but it was just like, wow. I, I yeah, well, ever you seen know, it. it's like most people don't even consider that. I know I was involved in one cult who used to say that, you know, it's like the body is a piece of meat that you should throw to the curb and pick up later when you feel like it. I go, uh, how's that honoring of your body? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to honor your body and take care of your body? Would you really want to let the poor thing, you know, like suffer because you decided you don't? need to be honoring of it. You know, and that's the other part is I think people need to honor their body and recognize that their body deserves and desires to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, and as you're choosing more consciousness, that seems to come with a lot more ease, at least, you know, from my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Because you begin to realize, oh, my body doesn't have my body doesn't have nearly the problem I think it has. <laughs> Why am I making this a problem? Well, if I can make it a problem, then I got a problem. And we all know that having a problem means you have something to solve. And if you have something to solve, then you know that you're actually doing something. That means you're alive. Oh wow. That's just crazy, Gary. I mean, I, it's just crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, it is crazy. But that's the way the majority of the world lives. In crazy land. <laughs> so, is like, I, I've often looked at if, 
if I chose to completely stop the self judgment, then well, I would then, be. Yeah. But well, what would you have to do if you didn't judge yourself? Now there's so much. There's so many possibilities, and so if I took that off the table, then really anything is possible. Is is that is that really what what the tools are getting us to, Gary? That's what I hope they're getting you to. I'm trying to trick you into consciousness by making you make <laughs> a terrible mistake, like actually choosing your life and having you enjoy it. And I'm so grateful that you that you continuously trick me, Gary. <laughs> but, you know, it's like. I always tell people, you know, it's like you really should, you know, it's like you got a choice. You can invite people to consciousness, you can trick them into consciousness, or you can have sex with them into consciousness. <laughs> it's only the third one that never seems to work. <laughs> but it's fun, it's fun, no. right? Well, hey, got to gotta try, but um so I mean that that even takes us into the body part. Uh, you know, asking your body in regards to having having sex with different people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like one of the things that was always interesting years ago when I was into drug, sex, and rock and roll, uh, you know, it's like I'd go, I'll take that one. I'd go home with anybody. But I was a slut of magnitude. <laughs> and, you know, it's like and it, was, it took me a long time before I realized, wow, that didn't turn out well at all. And then I began to notice that when I didn't think it was going to turn out well, it didn't turn out well. I went, okay, so why, do you know something about this stuff that I don't know? So I started asking, okay, body, who will be easy, who will be fine, and who will I learn something from? I started choosing every sex partner from that. And pretty soon, all I was having was really great sex. It was terrible. I hated it, but I was willing to suffer. <laughs> so I got, I've got at what does it mean when you say, will I learn something from that? Is that like a new position or what? Well, it could be that, or it could be. That I'll learn something about myself, like that I have, that I have a different point of view about sex than they do. I mean, one of the things I learned somewhere along the line is that I actually like sex, and there are a whole lot of people who don't, and there are a whole lot of people who do sex from judgment, and I don't. But I didn't realize that sex from judgment was the way a whole lot of people got off. Because you know, when you're a kid, you're told you're not supposed to do it, so when you do it, it's really a bad thing. So therefore, you know that that got you off because that was such a turn on doing something you shouldn't do. Yeah. And it's like, but that was not my point of view, and that's not where I functioned from. And so for me, it was always about, okay, so what else is possible here that we could do that we could have fun with and it would be fun for us? It was remarkable how few people actually were willing to have fun with sex. The reason I started asking that, will it be fun? Because that was a more important question than any of the other ones I had, from my point of view. So, is it is it because sex is so judged here, Gary? Is that why so few few people do, or is it, or is there an answer? I don't think there is an answer. To be honest with you, I think a whole lot of people learn from their friends. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, when they say, "Oh man, I went out and I banged this girl last night." Uh. What's the feeling about that? But there are a whole lot of guys who think that's sex, banging a girl. Uh, that was never my point of view. I went out to have fun, and I went out to find something that would be, you know, easy and joyful. And 
as a result, I got a lot more ease and joy with people than other friends did. They would talk about how they banged that girl, and I'd go, ooh, that just sounds gross. And I got to the point where I thought men were just ridiculous. Then I discovered women were equally as ridiculous. <laughs> and then I went, oh, well, it's just people that are ridiculous. You know, I mean, animals don't judge whether they have sex or not. They just do it. Only, only us humans and humanoids go out there and judge what we do and what we choose. Hmm. Wow. And so the tool that I, I use probably the, the most in terms of judgment, whether I'm judging myself or someone else or something else, is the interesting point of view I have that point of view tool. Is that is that one of them that's designed specifically to get people out of judgment? Is there something else you would recommend? Well, it's like that's a great tool, and I, you know, it's like I've used it a lot, and I've recommended it to a lot of people. Another one you can use is: Does this make me feel light? And if it is, it's right. And if it makes me feel heavy, it's a lie. So it's like literally, I look at everything from truth or lie. Is it truth that I want to do this? Is it true that this is going to be happy? You know, it's like. If it's light, it's actually true. If it's heavy, it's a lie. Don't follow what the lie is because you'll always be unhappy. And always go for what feels light, you'll be happy. But most people don't want to be happy, so that doesn't matter. Never mind, don't use that. <laughs> well, wow. Wow. I'm just so, so grateful to you, Gary, and, and the tools that you've brought through Access Consciousness and, and the gift that you continue to be. I also wanted to let listeners know that you've got your, you and Dane have a show on Voice America, which is Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific. You're also on World Puja and various other radio shows and TV stations and pretty much everywhere worldwide at this point. So invite all the listeners to go and, and check you guys out and, there's so many amazing resources, even on even on the web page, web pages I mentioned earlier. So, thank you so much for being so available and getting this information out there. Thanks. You know, we have a terrible target, and that is to make the world a more joyful place to live. <laughs> that is such a terrible target, Gary, and I am so grateful that you have it. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. All right, listeners. So the Living in the Magic of Possibilities teleseries coupon code is the word magical. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.